Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast coming to you live off of a 276 UFC event where Adesanya put on another epic performance. Uh, if, if you watch the event, you know exactly what I mean because that is a signature Adesanya performance. Uh, I am joined here. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by the knowledgeable and uh, studious Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today, and uh, how are you feeling about 276 overall? Much, uh, much more accurate introduction there. Uh, 276 was – it could have been better. Um, I'm not sure what it was. I think maybe the, it's always interesting to see how the main card starts because I feel like that kind of sets the tone, uh, it just the, in the arena, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. And it sucked the, you know, it started off with a eye, con- uh, eye contest, eye poke, no contest. Um, and the next two fights from there were, you know, were hell on wheels, but then the championship fights were, they, they went how we thought, honestly, you know, a five. Yeah, was it 50 minutes of just you know one-sidedness really yeah uh i know cannoneer had a little bit of you could have given him a round or two just because you're you know nothing happened um volkanovsky dominated the prelims were good you know there was some <clears throat> there was a, a nice round of uh decisions but they were pretty decent fights and a couple finishes not great but not bad yeah not awful it's it just um you know, when when you have these big name cards and all these guys lined up on a card, you ex- just expect a little bit more. And there's a couple, I guess, a couple of these fights let you down because you thought there was opportunities for finishes in some of these fights that you just didn't. It didn't come to fruition, I guess. So, you know, I, we'll, we will get into all of it. Uh, we guess we should start at the top. Israel Adesanya uh, retains his middleweight title against Jared Cannonier in pretty much a one sided event. Not much action throughout the event. I mean, he had Chris Pratt talking shit about him afterwards. Uh, oh my god! I would have. I agreed with Chris Pratt. I mean, even though it is Chris Pratt, you know, you listen. He's not wrong. We got to talk about. You know, the guy came out with an Undertaker urn with Jared's <sighs> name on it. So you cannot. I, you, listen, you cannot do that stuff unless you're going to knock a guy out. You can't come out and and win a dominant decision and be like yeah, like. I don't know. It just ta- it, to me it, it it set the tone right away. I was like, oh, okay, he's coming to kill him. Like he's he's like really coming here to put on a show. But I continue to fall for the Adesanya antics, uh, fight after fight, and that seems like it's my fault. But I mean, that doesn't take away from the fact that he is just that tough. He he to beat no one's even uh, within his stratosphere of skill level or talent or anything of that nature. No one can these guys. I mean, he did he even try to take him down? Like, he got him up against the fence a couple times, but it just that wasn't happening, you know? Like, it, it wasn't even relatively close to being a dangerous takedown situation. But, uh, you know, Jack, we, we kind of talked about it on here. This went as expected. Jared Kennear was not the guy that was going to do this. He was not the guy that was going to take him out. And there's a reason that Asani was a minus 500 favorite. Just thought we would have gotten more opportunities for finish or just a little, you know, I'm a little, I regret taking the inside of the distance now that uh, – I remember that Adesanya is who he is. Yeah, I saw a lot of people who took inside the distance. Uh, good friend Dave, Mr. Greenbop, Mr. Greenlaw, uh, took inside the distance. And I kept telling him, I don't know. I mean, I gave him a couple bets that obviously didn't hit. Shout out to me on that. 
But his last three fights, his, th- his last five wins have all been decisions other than yeah. the uh, Paulo Costa <clears throat> knockout, which, you know, the dude admitted that he was drunk the night before and, you know, bit of a bit of a fraud. So, and even before that, <clears throat> the uh, Kelvin and Anderson Silva fights, I went the distance that were, you know, kind of, kind of close for u- unanimous decisions, <clears throat> especially the Gaslam one. That was like fight of the year. He just has this, you know, Decision bender is, uh, I think, what we should start calling him. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He just, you know, he he waits. He sits out there. He'll throw some kicks. Um, he, I guess he's active enough to not get booed, but it seems like in all of his fights, dude, the, the boo birds come out at least once, which is very, very disappointing. I mean, that, that doesn't happen when Francis Ngannou fights, usually. That doesn't happen when Kamaru Usman fights. That doesn't never happens when Alexander Volkanovsky fights. So... <clears throat> You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if it's him and his style necessarily, or his uh, his opponents. Because Marvin Vittori, Paulo Costa, Whitaker twice, and Jared Cannonier, <clears throat> there's some good fighters in there, and there's some talent in there for sure. But you know, the styles weren't great. <clears throat> Middleweight itself is not great. Uh, my my voice, my throat right now is not great. It's a lot going on. All right, <clears throat> but yeah, I think this one was. I don't want to say it was more on, but I don't really. I don't think I took Cannonier serious ever. No. So maybe, uh, maybe I kind of expected this to happen a little bit. Um, still disappointed. I think I think Pereira's next. I'm, uh, I mean, they're oh, both yeah. calling each other out. I can't imagine Dana's you know going to do anything else. But it was weird that Alex Pereira made his debut in the rankings at number six. I'm not sure why they just decided to give him number six, but. Um, is I think he's behind Paulo Costa even, which is just funny. But that you know that that's gonna be a good fight, man. That's gonna be a different fight. This guy's not Marvin Vittori. This guy's not Robert Whitaker, Jared Cannonier. This is a six four on fight night, two hundred and twenty pound, eighty inch reach, kickboxing savant. I mean, he's kind of Izzy in, in in multiple ways in this fight. He's he's not as fast. He hits a lot harder, but. And they also have, you know, he's 2-0 against them. And I, th- I just can't help but think that plays a part. It was not that long ago either. I mean, five, you know, four or five years ago, it's not that long, to be honest. Yeah. They're both, you know what I mean? They both, they both might be in their primes now, but that was not that long ago. And, you know, I know the second fight he was losing until the knockout. And um, Alessandro always says that anytime somebody mentions how he won the second fight, he mentions how he was winning the whole fight until he got knocked out. He doesn't mention how he lost the first fight, though. So it's going to be an, that, that's going to be a huge angle. Like maybe this makes Izzy fight differently. Maybe it throws him off. I think he's going to be on his A game. I mean, he he, you know, whatever that A game is that night. I think he's going to be on his shit. But I think this is a different test that he hasn't seen yet. You know, hasn't seen since he fought him in kickboxing. So I mean, I, I'm I'm obviously going to pick Pereira. I can't not. I've been picking him ever since he got in the UFC. You know, um, but it's going to be better than these last ones. I think for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be a situation where Pereira is not going to let him fight the way that he likes to fight. You know, like it's not going to be that point, you know, stand on the outside, kick the legs, you know, throw jab. Like it's like like you said, he's huge, dude. You're not going to be able to stand at range and, and kind of just, you know, point your way to a victory. Like Pereira is going to be right there and he's going to be answering your shots and there's going to be that mental uh, sort of thing in there that, you know, Pereira has sent you to the land of wind and ghost before, dude. Like, that's 
you know that that's got to be in the back of your mind while you're fighting them, man. Like, it, and this is a guy who came into the UFC with the strict intent to hunt uh, Israel Adesanya down. Like, this was this is crazy, man. This is crazy. Literally this, switched sports to to chase Izzy down because he UFC. said, "Yo, this guy's the champion." I, I'm like, what? Like, I cooked this guy. Like, I, I'll come and do this again. And and. He's here, dude. He's on the doorstep of fighting Israel Adesanya. Like he's going to. It's go. It should happen. Like it's that should be next. Seems like a good dude too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he he. What a, what a nice guy. After the fight, he says, "If you're my fan, root for Adesanya." I'm like, that's the coldest thing I've I've seen in a while. <laughs> like, yo, you know, like we need Adesanya to win because we're we're gonna cook his ass in this next fight. He's been saying, man, he's he's coming. That's all he's really saying. He's not. He, He's not really talking shit, really, or too much. I think he talked more shit before he got to the UFC. Then he got to the UFC, and it's like, now it's all business, you know? And Izzy's kind of been brushing him off, like, yeah, yeah, you know, he beat he beat me a while ago, and it was a lucky shot, or this and that. I was winning the fight. But I truly think this is going to be a this gonna be a tough one. I know I, I saw a lot of people saying that, oh, you know, next fight, Izzy's going to get knocked the fuck out. Like, they were, you know, guaranteeing it. And although I'm going to pick it, yeah, I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's you know. A lot. I don't think it's yeah. Like you know, there's a reason Izzy is what twenty three and one, twenty two and one, like twenty three and one, and he hasn't been. When's he ever been hurt in the UFC or in MMA? Period. Just ga- pretty much the Gaslam fight's the only time I've seen him with his back right. against the wall. Right, and he wasn't even. I don't think in any kind of trouble. It was just a fucking war. You yeah. know, like I, I can't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever happened. Like that's just the way he fights. It's just that now he's going to be going up against a guy who can match him. In height, they're both six four. He can. Uh, he's going up against a guy who can match him with the reach. Both have an eighty inch reach. Uh, he's just going to be skinnier. He's going to be smaller. He's going to. Um, he's going to be less powerful, but he's. I, I, I do think he has a significant ish speed advantage. They're both going to throw some kicks. Um, it's, it's going to be good. I, I, I truly don't know what we're going to get. You know, seeing them seeing them match up in MMA compared to kickboxing. I, I wonder if that's ever happened, if two guys ever fought each other in, like, two different combat sports. You know what I mean? I'm sure it has at some point, just because of how long this shit has been going on. And yeah, whatnot. somewhere I, in there. I'd say it's never happened at this high high of level, like, where right. championship Maybe two guys level in, like, in both Russia. fucking sports. Like, this is uh, – th- I mean, it just – you go and tell somebody that doesn't really follow the sport what, like, what is happening. Like, what – like – how this guy just kind of came into the mixed martial arts like a couple of years ago, and he's already at the height of the sport, and just it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. We'll get into more when we talk about the Pereira fight, but uh, the, yeah, we'll just we'll we'll keep it moving because I have more Pereira talk and Strickland yeah. and all that because that's where I'm going next. But Alexander Volkanovsky, I gotta say, gotta put my hand up, McNabb chest pat. Uh, this one's on me, man. I, I thought, you know, honestly, I knew Volkanovski was good. And it never That was never a doubt in my mind. I just didn't think I, – I think the big thing here for me was that my, Holloway looked cooked in this fight, dude. He, yeah, he didn't have anything. He had nothing for him. And it, that could be just because Volkanovski's that good. And I think that has a lot to do with it. But I don't know, man. It, it just looked like he – he literally was not able to get any uh, any sort of offense off this entire fight. Volkanovski was too quick for him. He was too powerful for him. Uh, Holloway can't knock anyone out. Like he's he's got kind of like pillow hands a little bit, where it's just he's kind of all uh, volume. 
and there was really no volume there because every time he kind of tried to step in, he was getting hit with bombs. And early on in the fight, he gets a like an axe cut above his uh, left eye. So it's yeah. you know it kind that, kinda, that, dude, that of, thing was insane. It was horrible. It was horrible. And they, there was nothing that that cut man could do to keep that thing shut or even close to shut. So. You know what? What can you do at that point? It just Holloway. I, I don't know what's ne- next for him. You know, like he can't. He obviously forty-five is done as so long as Volkanovski's there. I imagine he probably takes some time off because he's going to need to heal that fucking gash that's above his left eye. But I don't even know it. Like his fifty-five. Like I don't know what success he would have at a fifty-five. You know, I don't think he's going to beat the Justin Gaethys of the world. The you know. Michael, Ch- I mean Michael Chandler's the you know, like those guys the Dustin Poirier's we already saw that one so it's you know what would you have him do next you know like I, I mean it's, obviously Volkanovski I think that's an easy like he's either going up or he's gonna fight either Emmett or probably Emmett right that would probably be next yeah. if you were gonna go just run the forty five fight you're gonna wait for the Ortega Yair fight to happen but that like we said we think. He's going to go up and fight Oliveira. I don't know when that Oliveira fight's going to happen because Oliveira wants to fight McGregor. Like, this is all, like, shot. This is a lot. 35 and 55. I mean, a lot of what Volk wants to do or what he will do is kind of dependent on some things going on in 55 that aren't aren't finalized. I mean, if you look at the top six guys at 155, neither none of them have a fight. Uh, Oliveira, Dustin, Justin, Chandler, Islam, and Darush. Nobody has a fight. Nope. And after after this weekend, uh, both both Rafael's won't have a fight. So that that's the top eight of one fifty five that are just sitting here. That's fucking crazy. We don't ever see that. It's it's you know consistently one of the best divisions, consistently one of the deepest divisions, consistently one of the most exciting divisions. Um, I mean, I think we're getting Dustin and Michael Chandler, especially after the dust up we saw at two seventy six. Yep. Uh, recorded by Gilbert Burns himself, which I thought was hilarious Shout that he recorded Burns. it. Recorded it and tweeted it. Shout out to Gilbert Durino on that, and shout out to Yuri for uh, playing Peacemaker. Playing, you know, had, he had his hands we wrapped just stop. in case, just in case somebody wanted to throw some hands. He had his hands wrapped. That's nuts. So, yeah, I know. He's 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 uh, also he cut his hair off. Yep, which is kind of cool. Good for them. Um, I'm sure we'll see Oliveira and you know whoever, and then we'll see Dustin and Michael, and then we'll see Islam. Like, I, I, you know, it's all going to be resolved soon, and then I think from there you'll see. Uh, what what direction the UFC and Alexander Volkanovsky wants to move in? I mean, I'm, I'm down to see him at 155. I'm down to see him fight Henry Cejudo. I'm down to see all these possibilities that are just whatever you pick, whatever that isn't Max Holloway. I'm down for uh, even Yair. I you know I I know a lot of people wouldn't want to see that, and Yair. I don't know what he does, how he beats Volk, but he can do different things. He's you know different than pretty much everybody else. Um, Obviously, I just don't think he wins. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe it's time for Volk to maybe uh, hold both belts. He said, I think he said he would, um, he would defend, defend both, at the, both same time. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. which I don't, I, I, I don't believe him. him. I mean, I believe him one hundred percent. He he does what he says. He he talks to talk. He walks to walk. I'm sure he can cut the additional ten or, you know, cut the additional weight and balance those two divisions. It doesn't seem easy, but. You know, this guy's pretty much done the unexpected so far in this race. 12-0, 25-1 total. Um, hasn't really – it's just 
gotten better every fight. He's he's, he's what is he thirty three, thirty four, still improving. It's unbelievable. Scary, man. Yeah, that that's I think the thing that's the scariest about him is the fact that he continues to get better every time you see him out there. Like, I like I mean, obviously this is kind of cliche to say, and we knew it, but like. Three minutes into the fight, he's firing jabs off his face and looking at the broadcast booth going, I'm too fast for him. I'm too fast for him. And I'm just like, oh, boy. And then DC's like, oh, he's talking to him. I'm like, oh, no. Like this. Yep. I, I mean, I'm on the hallway side. I'm like, oh, boy. I got I got fucked, dude. <laughs> That's <laughs> like uh, when, if you had Calvin Cater and um, Max Hollywood was talking to him. And then, yeah, you're just like, dude, oh, no. Like he's just yep. eating shots and walking forward. You're like, uh. Oh boy! Like I kind of got hosed here, dude. Ortega better is when uh, Max was showing him how to block a punch mid fight. Yeah, th- that's another one where I think we were <laughs> we were, we were actually live on the uh, on the air when that was going on, dude. We were, that was that was one of we our were? live shows. Yeah, dude. Oh man, it seems like forever ago. I know that was. When a, I come back up there in November. We're gonna do it again. Hell yeah, we should, dude. Do, Absolutely, we'll do a live fight what? night on on, on the what? old uh, YouTube. When I wasn't um. When I came up last time, I, I didn't get a chance to see you because I was on a strict timetable. But next time, end of, end of November, early December. Let's go. Let's there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You breaking got, news. Yeah, breaking you gotta, news out there for the Hot Take Hot Box Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. So there you go. Uh, that, that's pretty much it, though, for this fight, right? I mean, there's not much. Yeah, other. Volkanovski can pretty much do whatever he wants now. That, that's, pretty, that's basically where we're at. And Holloway... I don't even – yeah, like that's where I'm at. I don't know. Here's a question for you. Sure. Recency – it might be a bit recency biased. Does it – would you put Volk number one pound for pound? Or would you Would you be mad at somebody who did? No. Because I don't think I would. No, I wouldn't be mad. I personally wouldn't put anyone above Usman just because of what I've mm-hmm. seen recently. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, what else – like at, it's pretty much like what else does he need to do to prove yeah. to everyone that – the only thing is that he never finished – Holloway, right. which if say say he finished Holloway last night, I actually or the other night, I would say yes, I agree number with that. one, like no doubt. But I mean, I agree with that. Speed that, kills, man. That's the only thing. I mean, he's only got you know his last two finishes are a Korean Zombie and Chad Mendes. So it's like that. Yeah. I I always held when that the Mendes fight. He got rocked. Yeah, exactly. That was and well, Mendes was on all the supplements for that fight. All, I don't care. I don't care Mexican what Usada meat. says. That's that was insane. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Mexican supplements, but yeah, shout out to the Mexican meat. Uh, Alex Pereira, man, or as uh, Chael Sonnen would say, Alex Piera. So uh, <laughs> that that's that, uh, I don't know how to actually say the guy's name, but it's not Piera. I know, I'm pretty sure believe, it's not. Is as it, far as I'm concerned, and listen, I, I could be completely off base here. I'm, I'm as white as they can be. Uh, if there's if if the last name starts with an R or has a double R in the middle, like like Cal Bahio, Borello mm-hmm. Bahio, is when the R is turned into an H. If there's R E R, I think it's just like Pereira. But also, I've heard Pahea 500 times, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going Pahea. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very Brazilian. So Alex Pahea. Yeah. Pahea. Poetan. Po- Poetan is what I like to call that guy. Fucking Stonehand, dude. He's got pebbles and rocks tattooed on his left hand. The one That's that he knocks disgusting. people out with. So let's get into this. He goes in there, Sean Strickland, number four ranked middleweight in the world. Uh, this is supposedly going to be a big test, but I will I will give you credit. You called this before the fight. You questioned Sean Strickland's IQ going yeah. into this fight because you said he is dumb as fuck and he will do something <laughs> stupid. And what he did was extremely stupid, standing square to Alex just, Pereira, just walking I mean, him down and just – I don't know what his – play. he looked honestly – 
it seemed like one of those guys who like this is the first time they really felt that big fight energy. Yep. And Sean Strickland was like he, he was affected by it. Like he just looked kind of like stuck in the mood. Stuck in the mood. It, it, the whole division stuck in the mood. Uh, it looked like he was just uh, yeah, like he was just like starstruck a little bit. Like he just. I mean, if the fight had gone longer, you kind of talked about that. Like, maybe it would have worked out his way. But if his plan was to stand there and strike with him, then, uh, I, I mean, you were going to – this this it was inevitable. This was always going to happen. So it, it seemed like they were sparring, and he was like Alex Pereira's sparring partner for a future matchup with someone like Sean Strickland because he was literally just walking him down. Like, he was following Pereira yeah. and going forward, but he wasn't doing it. He was trying to just, like – Throw the jab, but the he literally he literally let Alex set up the knockout exactly how he wanted to set it up. Yeah, low kicks, a couple body kicks, a jab to the body, a one-two up top, mixing it all up. And you know his kicks are so he, he's so fucking long. Strickland is not you know does not have the length, and he's not used to. He was so much bigger than him, dude. I think I saw on Instagram he was two hundred and twenty-one exactly on fight night, which is insane and you know he came in with that fucking <clears throat> came in with that left hook and he probably looked like he had his hands kind of like he didn't know if he was going low or high so he kind of had him like uh, under his chin but you cannot do that can nope. not do that he sends sean strickland to the fucking shadow realm there you go and just perfect i mean perfect right on the fucking button he went down hey listen he got up that straight that he hit him with, oh. dude. How about the how about the how about the very last punch that like you didn't really see on on like the the fight angle? You had to see like a side replay. He hit him on the way down. Yep. I, I, it it wasn't like a huge. It was just like funny to me more so than anything. And then he gets up and he's like, it starts to fall. He's like, oh, what are, what are you stopping the fight for? As he's like falling on the ground and the refs trying to hold him up. Shout out to Jason Herzog. That was a great stoppage. The fucking best referee we have Easily. by far. By far, like maybe the best UFC ref ever. I, I know that might be a hot take, but that's just because people don't realize, don't ever see him fuck up, so they don't, you know, they don't ever, they wouldn't object to that because they don't, they don't know. Um, but just, yeah, what, what, what else can you, can you say really? I mean, just came out here and did what exactly what you wanted to see him do, and you know, I had said before the fight, he had a couple, you know, the Bruno Silva decision, the first round of the Michaelitis fight, like. We need to see more if you're really serious about uh, fighting Izzy. And man, Izzy, Izzy, serious about fighting Izzy. Yeah, that that that's about a biggest statement as you can make, saying, "Hey, man, I, I think I'm worthy of this uh, of this fucking title fight." One thing on Herzog, I do love Herzog because he like he like he's one of those guys who will penalize you for grabbing the fence. <laughs> Who will penalize you for like doing certain things? Like it, some people will be right. like, "Oh, don't grab the fence," but it's like, "Yeah, I already grabbed it. You didn't take me down, so like I don't really like." Yep. If if you like, he'll take a position away from you. Like I just love the way he refs. Like he ref, like Mark Smith lets people do whatever they want. Tyone will let toes, you do whatever you oh want. My like God. He, those guys yeah. are awful. Like Herb, if you have Herb will let you do whatever the, you want too. If like, you have your toes in the cage, Chris Tanyoni will will tell you five times he will remove them five times and he'll tell you five more times and he will not take a point yeah it's fucking crazy so it's, i'll just keep doing it like it, it, yeah why, why, it's why a not? fight dude i'm not like I, i'm going to keep breaking the rules because i'm trying i'm this other guy's trying to kill me i don't care yeah. what the rules are i'm just going to do whatever i think is the fucking best move for me so Listen, uh, combat sports I, I don't like when guys you know cheat in the ring but neither, no, neither there's, a referee, there's a referee in there for a fucking reason hey man you know if if 
you know, if you're playing in a basketball game and the ref's not calling fouls, I'm going to slap the shit out of you until they uh, until yeah. the guy eventually blows the whistle. Like that's the the there people are going to test the boundaries. That's what they do. When they realize they have a ref in there who doesn't exactly, you know, call the game strictly, they take advantage of it. And that's kind of the some of these other refs, that's what they get away with. Herzog is not that guy, man. That's nope. that ain't no Scott Foster right there. That's 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 a real <laughs> ass ref. But per, back to Pereira can't wait to see him. I cannot wait to see Peloton fight Izzy. I think that's going to be a huge fight. Maybe not for the casuals out there, per se. It's not right. going to be the biggest name whatnot. But for all the hardcore MMA fans, people who watch this shit on a weekend, weekend to weekend basis, this is going to be like one of the biggest fights. Uh, I mean, if I'm sitting here right now, other than like... I don't even know what other big name fights you could make other than like the Francis and you know Jones, like all that shit... This is yeah. like right there. This is in that top five, top three at the very least. I am so excited for this. Yep, as well. Brian Barbarina. That what a what a sort of comeback here in this fight. Robbie Lawler looked good for a good uh, eight minutes of this fight, I would say, before he uh, seemingly uh, got a got a flat tire. Yeah, and that's one way to put it. Sort of leaked gas uh, until he got to the side of the road and was hit. <laughs> that's another with, way to put it. And was hit with <laughs> nuclear bombs. That's another way to put as it. As he was on the side of the road, dude. That uh, <laughs> what a terrible experience on the uh, night out. On the hey road, man, huh? I, yeah, that's a rough night out. I, but listen, Robbie Robbie Lawler, I will give him credit. He looked good for a good portion of this fight. Like he he was throwing it, it, bombs. He was in he was in the pocket. He was walking down Barbarina. Barbarina was eating shots man he was he, if you looked at his face afterwards you would not know Insane. he won because his his nose was ruined he was like cut up and bruised all over the place but he just outlasted Robbie Lawler man and he he kept he just put that he said he was gonna put a pace on him and and you got to believe him because he eventually fought through and waited for Robbie to slow down a little bit landed a shot that kind of changed the fight so even in the second round and Robbie was looking good it really took until I want to say, uh, I think it was like um, a right hand. Yeah, it was definitely a right, a right hook that that started, and there was another right that really uh, started it even, you know, even further. Um, hold on, what am I looking up? What was I looking at? Barbarina threw three hundred and seventeen strikes in nine minutes. That's fucking crazy. Yep. It, you know what's so funny to me is I'm on Google. I don't know if the UFC website will say different, but I, honestly, I don't think it will. Total strikes one forty eight. Of 317 significant strikes 147 of 316 so there was just one non-significant strike out of all those like that's just so hilarious to me how they're how yeah, they, they, they like, decide count that, those. like yeah like are we just you know what are we doing here but yeah what a comeback from barbarina if you had barbarina money line like your boy you were sweating it out a little bit you know he was getting oh, yeah. his fucking he was just getting hit with everything and you know you know him like he doesn't have defense. He's just using his 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 chin as his defense, and um, that's not really good if you have money on that. You know, you see a guy just kind of welcome damage. Um, yeah, what a comeback, man! And getting the, the standing knockout, just staying in there. You know, he like I said before, I thought he had a little bit more gas in the tank than Robbie, and turns out I got you know he's still he's still not old, so uh, we'll see how much Bam Bam can do. If you move him up, though, against other guys, <laughs> I kind of worry. Gonna, it's not going to go I, well. <laughs> I kind of worry. 170, you, you, we know how good 170 is, and uh, we saw what Randy Brown did to him. We saw what Vicente Luque did to him. Um, there's there's a lot more where that came from if he uh, if they want to 
match him up. But you know they should they should know not to do that. But, usually, usually the UFC is pretty good at uh, the matchmaking element of that. Where unless they hate a guy and they're trying to put him into into the land of wind and ghost in the shadow realm and hang out with Eddie Wineland, that's they're not trying to do that with a lot of guys, especially Barbarina, who they, you know, he's kind of a valuable sort of outside the top fifteen piece that they can yeah. continue to fight against the. I mean, but listen, if your last wins are against Robbie Lawler and Matt Brown. You know, so that might be yeah, your two guys that are absolutely cooked. That might be your lane, but your last four fights, uh, three of them were a fight of the night. So you know, like that—that's not easy. Like that's that's not, that's a valuable. That'll, that'll keep you around. That's what that'll I'm saying. Like that's a valuable uh, skill to have. It's not really a skill, but like you're just you find yourself in, in wars every time, and maybe not good that for the longevity, is- but you're making extra money. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. So you know, shout out to Barbarina, good win. Uh, Robbie Lawler. Uh, I don't know who they. Maybe he fights Jason Witt next. Who knows? You know. So we'll. Oh, man. <laughs> He's not done. He, he didn't retire. I didn't see him lay the lay the Fuck. gloves down. A, a, a couple saw people happened a couple times. Yeah, a couple people laid the gloves down. I didn't. It was make... kind of getting sad for a moment. I was like, wait a minute. I joke about this, but a lot of people are calling it quits. Let's hey, calm down. I, I didn't mean it. Hey man, maybe cowboy. I did mean it. Sometimes but. you do need to lay the fucking gloves down. So fair enough. Uh, Pedro Munoz, O'Malley. Unfortunately, there's not going to be much to say about this. Uh, I thought O'Malley looked good. I saw uh, the couple of the judges had Munoz win the first round. I don't think that that's like horrible. Um, I thought it was like a close first round. Not much happened. It was kind of like a feeling out thing. I thought O'Malley did good answering the question of whether he could check the leg kicks or not because th- he really was checking the shit out of them leg kicks. And making Munoz feel them leg kicks, but uh, you know, I it just not, not really much here. I mean, I thought O'Malley was going to start getting going. I thought he was winning that second round up until the eye poke. But I mean, what can you know? Like, it doesn't really matter because it's just like that. It it would have probably been tied up the middle. And there's you know what like what's what are you gonna you know like I it's just really kind of the worst possible situation for one of these fights to go because. You don't get it. We always say on here, we just want a decisive finish ending to whether our bet wins or loses. I just want to know what's next and like, what do we do? Like, what was the result? Like, okay, like right. we got nothing here. I got, I, I, yeah. I, I no, really. I mean, other than I know O'Malley I already knew this, but he can hang with the Pedro Munozes of the world. It just that's the only question that kind of got answered. Yeah, if kissing your if if a tie or a draw is like kissing your sister. What do you, what's like a no contest? Because that is just way uh, worse. I don't want to know. I don't want to go down. Uh, yeah, me either. I, <laughs> I thought Pedro won the first round. Uh, I mean, he didn't do anything, but either did Sean. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, you know, people say, well, how did he win the round off of just throwing leg and body kicks? I mean, he just he did more. You know, yeah. simple. Simple. I mean, I liked what he was doing. I liked how he was kind of, kind of answering back with uh, Sean's attacks with kicks and kind of stopping them. I mean, Sean was checking him, you know, he wasn't, you know, people don't, he doesn't have these legs that just fold anytime he gets touched. They get touched like people think, like fucking Anderson Silva or, or Chris Weidman, I should say. But, Jesus. yeah, um, I think he was looking better in that round. I, I just didn't like the pace of the fight. I didn't like what was going on. It was just boring, you know, I don't. <clears throat> Just a tough matchup. It was I a guess. boring. Hey, listen, man. Hey, you don't have to sugarcoat it. That shit was boring as hell. Yeah, it was a tough match. I mean, the first round was just a toss up, strictly because nothing happened. So, I mean, I, you know, Sean gets on Twitter 
talking about he's the first yeah, man to stop Pedro. Do, it's like you know, he does that every time. It's this, you know, it's kind of funny, but it, it, it's also not funny. Like you're 27, you know. I I need to see. He's fought what is he five six fights in the UFC, and I mean his best wins Holly and Pie, but like I, I need to see more substance from him. Like the hype is one thing. Yeah, yeah, the the antics. You know, he needs to get some better wins. I, I need to see his resume. If pe- people keep talking about him being a champion and, you know, he's like the best prospect, this and that, like, listen, I'm a believer in him too, but I need to start seeing it. Yeah, at some point, the potential needs to be reality. Like, it need to, he needs to meet that potential, and we need to see him get tested against the best. And this was supposed to be one of those tests, and he didn't exactly pass or fail. So it's just, it's, we just, I, I wouldn't be up against it if they, if they ran this back. They should. You know, I don't like, know if they will, but I don't know what else they could do other than, you know, like I just don't yeah. see what what the next other move would be here. I mean, I see him calling out Cejudo and guys like that. I don't know if that's a good idea for him. Yeah, I but, mean, I don't. Did you see Cejudo come up to him after the fight? I, I yeah, think he was drunk. I don't I, know what the Cejudo fuck he was even talking fat, about, dude. He looks like yeah. a fat boy, but he also wasn't really. He said something about fuck. I forget what he asked him. He asked him some random question, and then Sean O'Malley's just getting interviewed. He's like, "I don't know, I don't know what the hell, I don't know what that guy's talking about." <laughs> but uh, did you see, people kept saying there was like a fake eye poke. Yeah, or, like, he was he was trying to find a way out. I mean, I only reason I was like, I kind of I thought that like he kept like complaining about like groin strikes and just shit like that. Like, but that that was yeah that that was, that was the only one. Like the the eye poke itself, I don't think was like a. Uh, you know that was not like a, a fugazi thing. Like he got yeah. his eye, we got fucking raked, man. Like it, I mean, he couldn't see for like a half hour or some shit, like or a couple hours or some shit like that. Like, you can usually you tell know. when watching the UFC when the guy's eye is just shut, he can't even like open it. You're just like, okay, we're at, we're this is over. Like I knew right away, I'm yeah. like, oh, we're in trouble here. Like this because he's gonna say something like, you know, I'm seeing double or yep. Once you said, hear he something said, like that, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's over. over. Like that's they all. Can't. That's all the. That's all they need to hear. Hey, and Herzog's like, "Hey, man, take your time. You know, like let's yeah. uh, let's let's give give it a second here. Give it, come on. Yeah, give it five minutes. I'm giving you five minutes. On, take your on. time. Oh, let's go. <laughs> you know, like hey, we, 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 it's we, not how we're opening up this main card. I have a bet here. Yeah, like he's like, I got a Momelli inside the distance. Come on, cuz let's uh, <laughs> let's let's, uh, let's 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 keep this going. He can man. see we're good. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fine. He's fine. All right, Her- <laughs> Herb would have been like, he's fine. Let's go. <laughs> you guys, like, I can't see. No, all right, fight. Yep, he's good. All right, so. Yeah, that that was the main card. Kind of a little disappointing uh, beginning, but someone who didn't disappoint us, the the tarantula, Jalen Turner, submits Brad Riddell in 45 seconds. Not much to say here other than uh, Jalen Turner might be a problem, ladies and gentlemen. That was a dominant, dominant performance. Dominant. And plus 800 sub, man. I was looking at that plus before the fight because I he, he had two, uh, two rear naked chokes before he knocked out Malarkey. So I was like... You know, it's something he does. Club and sub, uh, man. That right hook, that 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 straight right, whew, that had him hurt right away. That doesn't happen to Brad Riddell. No, like Brad Riddell. You know, he, he got finished finished by Rafael Fazee, but we're gonna see Rafael Fazee this weekend, in my opinion, put on a put on a nice show. And that was in the third round of a, ver- of a very competitive and and good close fight. I, you know, before that he got armbarred way back in the day, but he's been in there with Malarkey, went the distance. Mustaev went the distance. Alex Da Silva, Drew Dober, like you know, it's a first punch pretty much, just boom, so quick and so just precise, right on the button. And then t- 
tight, tight guillotine. Um, yeah, I mean, what more can you say? This 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 kid's legit. As legit as it gets, I can't wait to see him get in there again. He's number fourteen on the UFC rankings now. So it, it, twenty-seven years old, by the way. That that's what Sugar Sean should be doing. Exactly. That's you know that's why you compare some of these other guys like these 25, 20, like the Arnold Allens of the world, where you're like, yo, look at this guy. Like he's a fucking, the fucking. Jalen Turner has five losses in the, five in the loss column. So people look at that and like, ah, yeah, he's probably just he's probably just sucks. Meanwhile, it's Vicente Luque in his UFC debut. And then Matt Frivola two fights later, like, you know. What do you want from a guy, man? What the hell do you want from a guy? So, Jim Miller, A-10, Jim Miller, <laughs> the boy, the James Jim Andrew Miller, born August 30th, <laughs> 1983, gets the W. Sparta, New Jersey, baby. Gets the W against Donald Cowboy Cerrone, who, let's take a second, round of applause. For Donald Cowboy Cerrone laying the gloves down in the octagon after the fight. Thank God. Calling it quits, saying, I've had enough. Uh, thank God he didn't have to get put into the shadow realm again, 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 yeah. and again. So it, he said he said he should have been done around the cat. He should have been done against the uh, McGregor fight, he said, which yeah, that's no a problem. I mean, the, the, he fought one, two, three, four, four more times. Like, I don't know yeah, about all that. Yeah, four more finishes, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, you let Alex Maruno slap him around for fucking that, five minutes. That still bothers you. You bring that up every single That That really hurt. <laughs> I, I could tell that. Remember that day? That hurt your soul when Alex Morano was slapping around Cowboy. Yeah, it's just rough. Because I wanted to take Alex Morano to finish him, but I was like, there's no way Alex Morano comes <laughs> out here and smacks this dude around. The fucking great white Alex Morano, the dude who just came out here and was, you know, going life and death with fucking Jordan Maine. And fucking Reese McKee couldn't even finish. He couldn't even finish Reese McKee or Mickey Gall or David Zawada. I lost respect for him when he couldn't finish Mickey Gall because that that was a, that, that was a, rough. I had big money on Morano inside the distance there, and you know sometimes you go yeah. on the do not bet list. So and, and yeah, and Cowboy has so. definitely been on. Oh, that Cowboy! One. Cowboy is the um, he's he's definitely the bet list on the other side. Like if you're fighting, I'm fading the shit out of you and. I'm going to make some easy money. Like, Eddie Wineland's been some easy money. Cowboy's been some easy money. Now, we're losing a lot of easy money. It's going to start getting uh, tough times around here. It's starting yeah. start to get a little find, shady around here. We need to find the, some uh, more uh, easy fades. So, uh, hey, man. You know, Jim Miller, good win for him. Hopefully, they have him fight another. Uh, you know what's funny? I thought Cowboy <laughs> looked good, though. Cowboy did look good. That's what I thought, too. I thought he looked and then good. It's, it's like, that, man, that that's guillotine dude like i said if he was back if jim miller they should have just had him back in the spanish inquisition he would have been the fucking guillotine and everybody i mean that thing was tight airtight like a vacuum seal god damn hey man that's jim miller for you bro that that's a 10 sparta's finest 38 years old that? eight Who calls him a 10 hey it's his nickname dude it's what it says right that, here dude that just is that like a mandela effect I don't know, man. A ten, brother. A ten. <laughs> the Atlantic ten. Yeah, he's Drexel. Yeah, he actually represents the A ten, dude. He's he went to uh, he went to St. Shout out to Davidson. Yeah, shout out to St. Joe's. A ten. I don't know with all this. I don't know if the A ten are they in the SEC anymore? No, they, yeah, they're, everyone's in the <laughs> SEC now. Dude. It's a fifty team conference now. But A ten, big fucking. Uh, here we go. Here's somebody who oh, is not A ten. This is the future, Ian Machado, Gary, or whatever the fuck. First off, talking. can we can we can we talk about his decision to put Machado in his name? 
I love it. Until he explained why he did it, and now I fucking hate him. Why did he? Why did he say he did it? Okay, so he has a kid, and his and his wife has a kid. He wants all of them to have both names. Okay. So they can so they can be one, one, so they can be one family. So they're all Machado Gary now. I don't know how that makes sense. How and and you know what's fucked up? You know what's the most fuck, fucked up part of this? The step the the his wife's baby dad, the father is their is the family veterinarian. What like for his like the their their dogs and shit like that like yeah or or some kind of doctor it's a fa- they go to him we got now nah, we got to get a new one and he lives down the street no nah, no nah, we, we can't and, do that and his son has Gary in his name this poor Hispanic man oh man nah you know that's a problem I, I you know what shout out to Ian Gary though I don't let's 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 go. <laughs> I'm getting back to the fight. I don't want to know any more about some of these guys. Uh, Ian Gary, he looked he looked good. Uh, the future, uh, you know, Gabe Gabe Green didn't have much for him. Thirty twenty seven across the board. Yeah, I, I thought he had him, but I mean, I I didn't think he I, he did more of this fight than he did the last one going for the finish. Yeah. But it just I still think his his time's coming. Uh, I, hey, you, you know, you know me. When, when we get, I've told you when we get to that level, I will tell you when the time has come where I'm gonna take, I'm gonna fade the shit out of him. It is when not, we get somebody with that, that has like his length and that isn't yes. as like plotting as Gabe Green. Oh, when someone, when someone wants to put the smoke on him, dude, when they want to put <laughs> um, the pressure on him. Let's find, let's find who. Let's find somebody. Let's find Randy Brown. No, he probably wouldn't. Let's find Jeremiah Wells. <sighs> Jeremiah Wells, Ian Gary. Oh my God! That would, I would probably mortgage my entire life, which not much, but I would put everything on Jeremiah Wells' knockout. Make it happen. What about what about Michelle Pereira? Um, yeah, that'd be scary. Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal and Ian Gary. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me Jeff Neal. I don't know what we get. Shavkat. Oh my Gary? God! Come on, let's do that, dude. Let's do that. Uh, now you know Matt Semmelsberger. Yeah, give let, me Matt Semmelsberger all day, dude. You know they're gonna just slow roll Ian Gary. It's so boring to give me. Give me Munir Laziz all day. Uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. I, Come I, on. Let's have uh, Gary go up and fight Driscus Duplessis, dude. Who, who? Turned. He'll win the first round. Yeah, yeah, because apparently Driscus just gives away the first round. But uh, I'll tell you what, dude. He he turned Brad Tavares' frosted tips red, man. That that was that was an ugly, ugly situation. And uh, shout out to Driscus, man. He he looked good. He, he he's a he's a big, big dude. He's like. He's like the white Paulo Costa. He's just, you know, he. I like, I like, I like his. I would like to see him fight Paulo Costa next. That would, that would be like my. That, that's my dream matchup right now. I I like Drickus a lot. I think he needs to make some make some changes the way he just comes forward. Oh yeah, he telegraphs it so so badly, and like they were saying it on the on the broadcast. Brad Tavares just you know isn't the isn't the athlete, isn't the guy, he doesn't have the power to expose it. But I mean, you know, I love the guy, but man, 
he's just <laughs> just telegraphing everything. And then like after the first round, it looked like he was just like dead, like yeah, dead. I was like, man, because I um <clears throat> I had money on him, and I was like, fuck, this uh this is this isn't good. Like he's like huffing and puffing after five minutes with Brad Tavares. Brad Tavares has had like you know twenty one UFC fights. Like holy shit, I'm fucked. Um, but then somehow just put it on him and kept pushing through a lot of kicks. You know, those those random charges worked. Uh, I'm telling you, though, if he fights Nasruddin Imavov yeah. and does that, he's going to get put on his fucking ass. There's just guys that it's similar to the Gary. Like, if you fight that way against those guys, then you can name any name pretty much above him in the rankings. It's not going to be the same ordeal. Like, even a, even a Uriah Hall, even though I think he's kind of a stiff, yeah, he he. If would, he decides to throw, a punch, yeah, like he'll land he it. would hurt him if he yeah. lands one. Like I mean, if he throws it, I don't know about Darren Till. I, mean, I don't know if we'll ever see him <laughs> fight, fight again. But uh, Jack Hermanson's submission was so easy. Sean Strickland, that was the, I was gonna bet my life on that. I'm so mad that fight got canceled. Get Sean Strickland back in there, run it back yeah. real quick. I mean, he needs some time off. But nah, I'm sure nah, nah, probably... nah. Uh, have him fight in the end of August, dude. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, all right. That's some that's some Strickland, some serious Strickland hate for you. But how about your boy Andre Muniz, uh, not getting the sub for us and uh, yeah. fighting like a um, like a Brazilian backpack because he didn't do much once he got the back and just kind of tried to bait him into giving him his arm, which was you know pretty one of the most obvious things because Uriah Hall is just like okay, I'm not gonna let that happen and I'm not gonna let you choke me out. You're not really going for the rear naked choke, so kind of just going to chill here, and it's one of those boring-ass decisions. I mean, Muniz, good win, but not something I'm going to say, hey, man, that was a fucking awesome fight. Yeah, I mean, more than anything, it's it's a name that he that he beat, you yeah. know? But uh, I don't know if it, it was the third round where Uriah Hall landed zero strikes, or was it one of the rounds, I think? I, think, I thought I saw on, on social media. Probably. Either way, just pathetic performance. But uh, four ten, Maniz on his takedowns. Um, yeah, I, I listen. Not a great, not a great fight. Not very indicative on uh, on his total skill set. But he didn't want to strike with Uri Hall. I one hundred percent don't blame him for that. I think that shows incredible fight IQ. Some guys will go out there and say, you know what, I let me show what I can do against uh, this guy's strength. And uh, he he knew that wasn't wasn't smart, so he didn't do it. And um, it was tough. I thought he could have eventually found a sub. I thought maybe Uriah Hall would have would have uh, put himself in a precarious situation is what I was kind of hoping for, but he didn't. Shout out to him for, for, for not doing that, honestly. Um, he's definitely limited in, uh, in a lot of ways, but he's, he's a smart guy for sure. And uh, he, it's, it's getting near the end for him too. You know, he's, what, 37? Yeah. Lost two in a row. Um, I mean, his last couple wins were – a broken leg that we were talking about earlier. Anderson Silva, who's Fossilized. boxing. Yeah, boxing now. Wow. And uh, Shoeface. Wow. And then Bevan Lewis. Holy Shoeface, dude. And Bevan Lewis. How could you forget that yeah. one? That was a fucking yeah. barn burner. Bevy. Bevy Bev. Bevy, um, Bevy is fighting in PFL now. Is he? Yeah, he just got submitted by a man named Marcelo Nunes. Oh, man. Fight a heavyweight, the, uh, now, so that's the crazy. extraordinary, the extraordinary gentleman. This is his nickname. Oh wow, yeah, he did lose to Mister Marcelo, and he got knocked out by Trevor Giles. I forgot that happened. That's a that's a sign you should hang him up. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't have much to say to be honest, other than that. It's just oh. good good name for Munoz. Can't or Muniz. Sorry, uh, Muniz. Muniz. What's he going for? Is that what he get? What he got? Yeah, uh, Macy Barber. Dominant performance per se against Jessica. I, I thought we were going to get a uh, finish at some point during this fight. I thought she. Jessica, I just you could just tell she made a decision she was going to retire even after this fight, no matter what the the, the decision was. Like she just wanted to get out of there. She just was doing a lot of hugging. She got her on the ground. She just literally just wrapped her hands around like her back and just like just tried to just hold her down the whole like no intention on doing any sort of damage. Just held her down with just nothing, so she couldn't advance position or anything and just. The worst kind of uh, wrestling or grappling that you can imagine, and yeah, one of the judges didn't didn't. I mean, she had her down for a good three minutes of one round, and still, the judge gave that round to Macy Barber. So, uh, good for, good win for Macy Barber. Macy Barber seems like she's just getting better every time she gets in there. Like the 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 it, it's you know since uh, she tore that ACL and she came back, she lost one of the fights. Right, I don't remember against who exactly. Uh, Pulling it up right now. She lost to Alexa Grasso on the comeback. Since then, Maverick, which she didn't really win, Montana De La Rosa, and Jessica I. So, I mean, we, we need to see some more, obviously. Now that I read that, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, that's kind of kind of a little shady. But, I mean, she's right there. She's right there, she's right there on maybe one to two away from fighting Shevchenko, which is insane. I saw people hype up uh, Macy after this fight. I missed it uh, live. She looked good. She did look good, dude. I went back and rewatched it, and I was just like, "This fight sucks." Dude. Yeah, nine, eight minutes. Jessica I had of control time, and it was just laying up against the fucking cage for like, I mean, there was like five minutes of total action in the fight. Yeah, like, that shit, that shit was trash. Jessica I is not good. I, I didn't, I didn't come out of here thinking Macy Barber was something special. I think she might have dropped around even. To be honest, yeah. that second round was so fucking bad. Like. Sure, she looked fine. She looked good. Uh, I just liked her hands. I think that was the big uh, where I was like, uh, I just, I, just, I still see just you know a lot of a lot of the same issues. But she's still young, one hundred percent. And you know she didn't really fight somebody who. Uh, I mean, look, Jessica I was trying to promote her OnlyFans by hugging and clinching and touching the whole Jesus. time. That's all she was trying to do. Seriously, OnlyFans takes another L. I'm telling you, OnlyFans and and uh, augmentations are an automatic fade. It's like oh, and the oh, in the last like seven. Yeah, the Felice Herrick. I'm just Felice saying, Herrick, who doesn't need MMA now because she yeah, has OnlyFans. She, she said and that. bare knuckle boxing, and now bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, that's whoever she fights. Listen, if they're if we can find odds for that, she's automatically auto fade. Britton Hart, easy money. Love Britton Hart, dude. And someone who <laughs> apparently was automatically easy money was your girl JSP, <laughs> Julia Stolyarenko, with the arm bar Pierre. of the century. Yeah, Pierre. <laughs> Julia Stolyarenko, St. Pierre, uh, <laughs> JSSP, gets it done against Jessica Rose Clark, who should, and I'm being, I, I hate, I, you know, this hates, I hate to do this. She should be cut. She should yeah. not be in the UFC. She, <laughs> see, I'm trying, she fucking stinks, dude. Like, let's just, let's just call it what it is, man. You know, like, it's not, you cannot get armbarred at 42 seconds like that. Do you know what's sad? Is when the fight started, she looked she looked good with her hands. I mean, oh, she, she hurt her like she she wobbled yeah, her early on. She would have knocked. She would have. I mean, th- this chick would have gotten her head bounced back to Lithuania if they would have just stayed standing, and she would have stayed at distance. That's what's so goddamn ir- irritating. Is like she should be she should be a lot better than she is. But then you got to look at she's thirty four. 
She's got some. Uh, she's got some. Her, her latest uh, uh, surgery really crippled. I think might be the backbreaker, if you will, uh, of her career. Um, two two fights in a row. Her her just strict advice: don't let Stephanie Egger cl- get like don't grapple, don't get in the clinch with her. She's going to throw you. And what happened? Grappled, got thrown, then got armbarred. It was just easy. And this fight, man, I'm I'm really kicking myself because I want to put money on Julius Dolyarenko by sub, and specifically by armbar. If that obviously Pavada doesn't do that because they suck, bunch of scumbags over there. Um, the only problem I had is Dolyarenko hadn't like done that to anybody with you know a pulse. You know the girls she had done it to were two and four, zero and zero, two and five. And zero and zero. Like, at least Jessica Rose Clark is a veteran, you know, for all her shortcomings. She did beat Janae Harding. She did She did beat Karina Dam. She did beat Beck Rawlings, Paige Van Zandt, Sarah Alpar, Jocelyn Edwards. Like, wow. these are names. Listen, these are Sarah, she finished Sarah Alpar and cashed in my inside the distance uh, bet in the third round. You gotta round. let that go, man. All right. No, she, that, I will hold on to that forever. She's cooked, man. It's over. <laughs> She listen. She had some good wins. That's why I was like, you know what? She she. There's no possible way she loses a Stolyarenko. She probably won't get taken down. She should just. She should just not be dumb. And what happened? She was dumb. Easy armbar. She tapped. Also, I think uh, Stolyarenko might have <laughs> held that arm in. Oh yeah, bit. dude. Yeah. She snapped her shit. <laughs> I thought, yo, she. I, I knew it was gonna be a bad night. I, I knew it was gonna be a bad night when the night starts with a, a fucking. <laughs> snapped arm. A girl, I be- I was like, don't bet, but I'm going to bet her. And she gets her arm snapped in 42 seconds. I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a long one tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. But shout out to JSSP. She, she you yeah. know, huge win for her. She'll, future champion. Yeah, she needed to get out of the uh, losing skid. She had lost three in a row. Jessica Rose Clark back on the losing skid. She's got two in a row. So that was the UFC 276. Uh, I can't imagine this thing. Uh, I mean, if I had to give a uh, rating, I'd give it a nice B, B, B minus, B, yeah. B, like right in that I'll area. I'll give it a B, yeah, C plus. Right in between B minus and B. That's where I would go. Uh, you know, B uh, minus what, and a half. Would that, I mean, depending on what school you went to, it would probably be a nice 87. <laughs> Uh, you know, or, or yeah. 83 if you're B, went, we'll to, take those. went to, you know, 80. So that's that's where I'm at. So fight of the night, Barbarina and Robbie Lawler, like we talked about. Uh, performance of the night, <laughs> Alex Piera. He uh, he gets that uh, Jalen Turner and JSSP with the big-time bankroll of $50,000. And, you know, on fights like this, we get Crypto.com gives away some crypto. <laughs> Uh, for, for fan bonus of the night, can you guess who the fan bonuses of the night was? Three of them. Uh, Stoli Renko. I wish, dude. She Macy did. Barber. Almost. And Ian Machado. Yeah, Ian Gary Machado. But <laughs> it was actually Israel Adesanya, Alexander Volkanovsky, and Alex Piera. Let's go, Great. dude. Just the three most popular guys. All right. Here we go. That's what it's all about, baby. So... <laughs> With that all said, we did a nice hour on UFC 276. We will run through our bets for this weekend coming up. UFC Vegas 58? Uh, I think. I feel like I'm always one off. I I don't think I have said the right one on here once. (laughs) 
I, I really truly believe that. <laughs> I don't think I've said the right one once. I think there. you're at least close, though. I think That's it says really all that matters. MMA fighting's telling me UFC Vegas 58, Dos Anjos versus Fazil. Let's go. So, we're, that's you what just I'm, got one right. That's what I'm going with, ladies and gentlemen. How about it? Let's do it. Here we go. Fazeev, Dos Anjos, main event, 155. We got minus 205 for Fazeev, plus 175, 190 for Dos Anjos. I don't I, – I tell you what, Dos Anjos is a live dog in this, but I just – I don't – I think Fazeev is going to outstrike him and be able to keep it standing. I think Dos Anjos will be hunting that takedown now. Yeah, and I think his his cardio, his pace, his pressure, I think that's um, I think that's that could play a factor. I just think Fazeev's way quicker. I think he hits hits harder. Um, if you look at if you look at RDA's last couple, what is he? Almost he's pushing forty, right? He had thirty seven. If you look at his last couple wins. Uh, Hanato Moicano took that fight on like two days' notice, I think. Like, and Paul Felder took the fight on like three days' notice. Like, they both took the fight, I think, the week of. And Paul Felder did 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 he win that but get robbed, or was it just close? No, no, no he just got one bad scorecard, right? Yeah. And Paul Felder, like, they kept saying, "Well, he, he's in shape because he's been training for a you know triathlon." Like, that, yeah, that's why he's in good shape. But he hasn't been. Tra- he's not in fight camp. He's not in fight shape. Um, you know, he just took the fight because he's a fucking absolute monster of a human. Uh, and Hanato Moicano is a fucking be he'll, he he will fight anyone anywhere. He took that fight, I think, literally the day of. Yeah, like I think that they arrived in in a wherever in Vegas. I think it was the Covington Masvidal fight. Yep. Um, he arrived like on the day of weigh-ins. Like, like I'm not I'm not trying to discredit RDA, but like. Besides those two fights on short, short notice, the last time he won was the arm triangle with Kevin Lee, like three years ago. I'm not trying to say he's like cooked or anything. I just, you know, Kiez and Leon Edwards beat him with ease. I, I don't think he has the, the the magic that he once had. You know, uh, he's definitely a veteran, Hall of Famer. I mean, we remember the run he was on. You know, we remember when he was supposed to fight. Uh, Connor and a lot of people were going to pick him to beat Connor. I was going to be one of them. I was probably going to be wrong, but I was going to be one of them. Uh, you know, we remember the ass the ass whoopings he's put on people. Remember what he did to the Cowboy Cerrone? That was that was pretty bad. Remember what he did to Anthony Pettis and Nate Diaz? That <laughs> that was pretty bad. Uh, I remember what he did to Benson Henderson, took his fucking belt from him. That was even worse. Um, I just don't think he has quite quite that magic in him anymore. I don't think he has, um, yeah, he's slowed down a little bit. He's had some knee, he's, he's had a bunch of surgeries. Uh, Fazeev's in his prime, man. He, uh, I, I know people say he, he, he washed, he, uh, gasses out and this is a five rounder. Maybe, uh, in his Bobby, in that fight against Bobby green, they just kind of stood, stood and threw the whole time. That'll, that'll wear anybody out. You know, Bobby green put a ridiculous pace on him. That, night, that so. pace was insane. That, that, that doesn't happen all the time. And he got Brad Riddell out of there. Which at the time seemed like a, a you know a miracle, like holy shit, and that was with a wheel kick. Um, this this dude's legit. I just love his striking. I love his 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 you know his his diversity of of striking. Um, I just quicker hits harder. I th- I think he might even be able to stop him. I know, you know, when's the last time RDA got stopped? I don't know. It's been it's been a minute. It might have been Eddie Alvarez. So it's been a while. But when he fights these quicker, harder punchers. Eddie Alvarez, um, 
who else? Jeremy Stevens way back in the day. I mean, you know, Jeremy Stevens, take him down, you, you beat him. But, you know, at the, especially way back in the day, he, he hit hard and he's quick. And he, he finished RDA. So I think this, this could potentially happen. I got I got Fazeev. Uh, I want to bet him earlier, but he's kind of blown up. I like Fazeev inside the distance. Plus 200. Okay. Uh, that's, that's not bad. That's what I'm rolling with just because uh, five rounds is a long time. Fazeev was able to put Moicano out in the first round, you know, mm-hmm. so it's that power's legit. That stri- the range of striking is legit. There's all sorts of different strikes coming at you. And I just don't know. I mean, I know RDA has it in him, but I don't know if he really wants to wrestle for that, that period of time for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, like he did it against Felder, but like you said, though, Felder kind of was like rolling out of bed to go take that fight like that. that was I a, think, yeah. That's a little exactly. different literally, story. Like literally, like I think he'll be able to um, get a couple takedowns, maybe, or maybe you know, yeah. Like I, he I, won't have a good takedown percentage, like a hundred percent. Yeah, I think he's going to stuff him. Or uh, I, I'm really interested to see what RDA's game plan is. I just I'm more confident in um, in Fazeev. I, I like under four and a half plus one twenty. I think that's kind of I like that. Yeah, that's uh, I I. Now listen, uh, if you're going to bet Dos Anjos, I do believe that he wins a decision. That, so that's it. that's what I would tell you there. Uh, I just mm-hmm. think re- wrestling would be the uh, path to victory if he was going to win. But, I mean, Dos Anjos is not exactly a spring chicken anymore. He's been in this game oh. for a while. He's cutting to 55 again now. So he is, he is on a two-fight win streak. But, like we said, Felder, Moicano, a little uh, questionable. Uh, Definitely. Per se. So... You know, what are you going to do? Cayo Bojero. That's my boy right here, dude. Uh, he has the craziest villain tattoos of anyone in the UFC fighting Armin Petrosian, who, if I'm not mistaken, kind of gassed out hard against uh, Robocop, right? Is, is that who he fought yeah. last? Yeah. Chad Robocop, I, by the way. I, yeah, I didn't think he won that, if I remember. No, I didn't think so either. But... Or it may, actually, it might have been the other way around. I think he came on late and RoboCop gassed out. Somebody, yeah. somebody gassed hard in that fight. <laughs> it might have been both of them, yeah, to be honest. Have, I know Petrosian got his nose like ruined early on in that fight and was like, yeah. was leaking all over the place. And then I do think he started to land some shit, but I thought he lost the first two rounds, came back and won the third. But either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going. Uh, listen, Kayo. Uh, fought a Russian wrestler last time and just dominated him on the ground. And uh, Omar Godziev is not exactly, you know, <laughs> the greatest of all time. He was, that guy was looking for a way out of that fight. I remember that was a yeah. technical decision. He thought he was getting. He thought he was going to win. Yeah, that, that was crazy. But it just he was reversing him. He was like getting taken down and sweeping him. Like I, just, this guy. First thing I saw him on the Contender Series, I was a huge fan, man. That, that so I am gonna let you guys know my bias is real on this i i think he gets a finish here too i uh, you're gonna see hear me say that a lot because i just love finishes but I, I i don't know how he gets it done i think inside the distance is the bet though for me uh to give you a plus one example an example of how good Bahio's grappling is he went he went to a decision in a grappling match with jolton jolton uh almeida and that dude just a, a fucking gorilla yeah. Literally, just tank of a human. Literally, a just human fought tank. in heavyweight. Yeah, like that. That's how his his grappling is. Um, Petrosian, 
I like him. I like this. I like this being the co-main event. I think this is another example of you're starting to see young fighters take over the co-main and main. Like, you know, you got Fazeev, who's you know doesn't have the experience that Dosanjos has, but he's younger. He's the the new guard pushing out the old guard, you know. And you have Bahio and Petrosian. I think they're both in their second UFC fights in the co-main event, which is crazy. You know, looking at some of the people who were on this card, I know they're not you know, in their primes, but Michael Johnson, Nina Nunes, Calvillo, like a lot of these people have a bunch of experience. So I just love seeing it. You know what I mean? But I got Bahio. I like his striking. I think, um, I think it's, it's coming along pretty good. He throws the jab. Uh, he throws a nice one too. He's quick. Um, Petrosi, I don't think he wants to strike the whole time with Petrosi. I think that's, that that's probably the edge to Armin. Um, but you know, R- RoboCop got him down, man. And I think I think uh, I think Bahio should should be able to do that easily. I don't know if he submits him or uh, TKOs him or decisions him, but I think he gets it done. Not sure what I want to bet on this. If I want to bet anything, maybe just a, a parlay piece because I think he uh, I think he's kind of a lock. I also like submission. Now that I think about it, just due to the fact that uh, Petrosian's more of like a kickboxer, but it could be one of those things where he takes him down and you know. Just ground and pounds him. So I probably would stay inside the distance. But plus 200, 250 for a submission. 250 it looks like here on the on a couple of these websites. For a That's submission for Kayo is a nice number, I would say. Uh, this is a pretty, not a great fight, but this is like an, every time this tank gets in there, I, I always get excited. Douglas Silva de Andrade, dude. Yeah. This is guy there more is Jack, a, dude, in he's the UFC, a fucking pound pound. unit, dude. 135 pounds of just pure stone and muscle. 5'7", yeah. just Supplements. built like a fucking house. Fighting Saeed Nurmagomedov, who, you guessed it, is probably somehow related to Habib <laughs> Nurmagomedov. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this one's not exactly the uh, the uh, one of the undefeated ones or one of the great ones, I would say, but... He's more of the kick. Is he? The, I can't tell. I can't keep yeah, up with. Yeah, he's the kicker. He's the kicker, right? Yeah, he's the kickboxer, <laughs> he the, right? He was at a uh, flyweight for a little bit. All right. So, the the odds will tell you though that my man Douglas doesn't really have a chance here, and I kind of agree. I think Silva probably gets caught at some point, but I I, I don't like calling for these finish after finish after finish. It feels like I'm just. But, I mean, listen, man, it, I told you, this is kind of my system. If you're going to give me these minus 250s, I, I can't I can't help it. And you're putting killers, like Fazeev, Kayo, and Nurmagomedov. It's just, you know. If the, you're going to parlay those three together, I mean, that might be a safe that bet. That might be a, money lines. Exactly. Hey, man, look look, out, look uh, at you. Look at you. Look at us. It's um, it's plus, plus 160. I mean, yeah, why not shoot, you know? Yeah, and exactly. All you got to do is hit one of these, dude. You fucking empty the clip. You hear me? <laughs> empty the clip. I don't have much of a clip to empty, but yeah, I hear you. And I guess we can have some news to talk about after <laughs> the uh, card. Some breaking news coming in here to the Hot Take Hotbox. Uh-oh. Sean Brady has a fight. Sean Brady will be fighting in Abu Dhabi October 22nd against Bilal Muhammad. Ooh, I like that. In Bilal, Bilal's going to have a home field advantage there. Hey, man. That's what we're all about here, dude. That's Sean Brady, Sean Philadelphia Brady. zone, getting in there. Two one five, baby. That's gonna be a good fight. That's gonna be a really good fight. Looking forward to it, dude. That's that is a big fight. I got Sean. I got Sean. I got Sean too. I think. I think the 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 you know. I think 
Bilal will try to keep it standing, but Bilal's hands aren't exactly. He was getting pieced up by Damian Maya a little bit. So I want to see. Yeah, I want to see what Sean's hands look like. I, I hope they keep getting better because if, if he like that, if he unlocks that part of his game, that's a that's a title contender. And he has 100%. power. Like he's a powerful yeah. dude. So yeah, you're right. If he if he's able to unlock that sort of just level, that's yep. Oh wait, oh wait. All right. So back to the card. That's some big news coming in there, ladies and gentlemen. So we, we're going. We're going. Saeed. Is that what you're? You know. Yeah. Listen, De Silva's pretty decent, but you know, I could see. Are... I could see a decision. By the way, so that's what I think. You're right. Probably the parlay would probably be the move. First off, I think his name is Douglas D Sil- Silva D Silva De Andrade. That's just great. Um, his losses are. I mean, listen, he made his debut against Zubar Tukagov. That's tough. Then he fights Rob Vaughn. Fights Piotr Jan and fought Lerone Lar- uh, Murphy, who's a, um, a top prospect and still undefeated, I think. Like, those are tough losses, you know? And he was getting smoked by Morozov last fight, and Morozov choked. He does that sometimes. Um, so, yeah, give me Saeed Nurmagomedov. Maybe he gets, uh, um, you know, takedowns will be there for him. He's much quicker. You know, he's coming up from flyweight. Maybe he gets a finish, but I think a decision is kind of a safe like a safe bet for uh, for Saeed. I like that. I like that because yeah, you know what, Mr. Silva, he he, Mr. Silva de Silva, he is uh, he ha- <laughs> he does have a chin on him. He, he's you know with he has all a that, couple of them. with all that muscle, he's able to eat a, a eat a fair amount of shots. But yeah, yeah. Morozov had him walking like a zombie at ten eight in the first, and then he came out and smoked him. I'm here to tell you if Crazy. you don't like parlays. If you don't like uh, minus three hundred and you don't like any of that, then if you wanna if you wanna play play a dangerous game, then come down come down with me and start betting some props, dude. That that's where that's where that's you where lose. That's sticky. where you lose all your money, dude. That's how <laughs> that, that's where that's where the real money is made. So <laughs> yeah, so come on. Yeah, so come on down. Uh, this is the main event. This is it. This is the people's main this event. This is probably the best fight on paper I've seen since like 1999. There you go. And he's not kidding either. So Ch- Chase, the vanilla gorilla Sherman. He's getting in there, man. He's really getting in there. And he's fighting Jared Vander. Ah, 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 ah. Shout out to Brian Campbell stealing my bit. Or stealing Shout our bit, out. actually, scumbag. But, it's a BC, uh, scummer. Yeah, so. Uh, True Boston scum. Yeah, Boston guys. Unbelievable. Stealing my stealing my hard earned work, but Vanderaa is minus two hundred, a Ugh. big a big favorite against your boy Chase Sherman. I mean, how bad do you have to be to be a plus one seventy dog to Jared Vanderaa? Uh, dude, uh. I don't know. Uh, I don't really don't know how you can let that happen. But what do you, what do you got? I want to hear what you I, got. This is disgusting. I feel disgusting <laughs> talking about this fight. He's coming off four straight losses. Jared <laughs> Fandera. Uh, he's coming off three. He's coming off three. And he, if it was for Justin Toff, it would be like five. I'm going Vandera. All right. I like that. I think I've, I've seen some people saying, you know, I'm going to take a shot on uh, Chase Sherman. You know what I'm not going to do is take a shot on Chase Sherman. Yeah, that, you'll, that's something you'll never hear come <laughs> out of my mouth. I'm never going to – Chase Sherman, they could have – he was like plus 800 in his last fight, and nobody even said, you know, I'm not going to – I'll put a dollar on him. Like, nobody was going to do that against Romanov. And Romanov's, you know, he's not um, he's not Tom Aspinall, you know. <laughs> he's not that, that much of a of a stud of a prospect. So what's what's uh, Vendera inside the distance? Oh, um, boy. Plus <laughs> – See, this is even – I won't go there. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's plus 110 inside the distance, which is um, not really what I wanted. I just don't know if this goes 15 minutes because, I listen, I think Vandera can hit a little bit. You know, he, he can pop. He should have he had Alexi Olenek out of there in the, round, in the first round. And I, honestly, I think he might have sh- – he should have had the Arlovsky fight. He, he he's just he's not very good. Um, if he would have fought Mer- Merzikhanov, he would have got fucking shelled. He would have got hit with fucking mortars. So good thing that didn't happen. Um, I, I want to say Vendera's not that bad. Chase Sherman's that bad. Like yeah. Chase, there's no sugarcoating it with Chase Sherman. He stinks. I mean, who's he beaten? Uh, th- Listen, I'll say this though. I'll say this. This might be Chase Sherman's <laughs> easiest matchup yes. since Hurricane Ike. So, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a guy though. You have to remember, we're talking about a guy in Jared Vandera who his only wins in the UFC are against Justin Taffa and Harry Hunsucker. So, <laughs> you know, like this isn't this. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, don't bet this fight. Okay, <laughs> stay away from this shit. All right, but. I am betting Jared Vanderaa, and now that you say it, inside the distance. That's what we're doing because we are wild here on the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Who gives a fuck? Chase, there's no way Chase Sherman goes 15 minutes with this motherfucker. There's absolutely no way. He went 15 minutes with Parker Porter, though. Yeah, this ain't no Parker Porter, pal. <laughs> oh, isn't it? I don't I'm know. I'm not so I don't sure know. about it kinda, that. It kind of is. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Give me fuck it. Send it in. Parker Porter uh, just got fucking <laughs> choked out by Jolton Almeida. He was the poor sucker yeah, that they put in. That was oh my that was God. rough. Uh, yeah, give me Vendera. No. I mean, yeah, who, who hasn't? hasn't? Yeah. Give me give me Vendera inside the distance. Plus one plus money. If you give me anybody plus money to finish Chase Sherman, I'm honestly gonna take the shot on. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna as you said, somebody wants to take a shot on Sherman. I'm taking a shot on Vandera inside yeah. the distance, dude. <laughs> Cynthia Calvillo. Here we go. This is another. I mean, this is this is a stacked card. Cynthia Calvillo <laughs> and Nina Nunez. Oh boy. Not don't call me Ansarov. That's Don't uh, call me Machado. Yeah, don't um, call me Nina Nunez Machado Ansarov. <laughs> Always fucks me up when they change their names. That that yeah, really, you know, because sometimes they don't I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't change. You'll see like Nina Nunez, and then they start the fight, and you see in green Ansaroff. You're like, wait a minute, they get divorced or what happened? JP Bays, JP Vlismus, what what's going on? <laughs> so I don't know what to think here with this fight. <laughs> I, I think Nunez should win this fight. Okay, but I, I mean, Calvillo looked appears to be completely cooked. She has quit twice in a row, I think. Yeah, and I hate to say that, but it's also true. <laughs> She she wanted no parts of that that third round with Andrea Lee. And if you're quitting, you know, listen. If Andrea Lee's putting it on you to the point where you're like, "Yo, no moss," <laughs> that's where I start. I start to get kind of worried. The problem is she's fighting a woman who is coming off of a pregnancy, which is just something that you, you know is so unforeseen in fighting because it's mainly men. Well, she's had a fight since the pregnancy. The, the, she the just McK- looked. Mackenzie Durham was the fight off. She the looked a lot, a lot. Just, slower just it's like all her attributes were down a notch she didn't look good um <laughs> cynthia's quit twice in a row um <laughs> she lost to chook also you know who hasn't yeah i don't know i mean um yeah that's a good point uh calvillo minus 145 money line is is the move 
It's not the move. That's not. It's not the move. I, whoa, it's not, whoa, it's whoa, absolutely whoa, not the move. Thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not the move. That's no. We're not throwing downfield. We're taking the slant across the middle. Uh, <laughs> plus one fifty to win by decision because there's no way she can get a finish. I mean, that's probably not a thing. Uh, yeah, plus one fifty is the slant. We're taking to the house. This is the first fight I'm not taking a prop. I'm going straight up. Nunez, <laughs> Nunez money line. Wow. Uh, Maybe how about just the. I was going to say the over. That's not a thing. Uh, to go to the distance, minus 190. Sure. There shouldn't be a finish here, right? There's like no way. You say that, but then Calvillo will be dribbling her head off the fucking canvas. <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, we're all going to lose money. Like, that. that's usually how it goes. I, Nunez is going up, which is a worthy uh, conversation here. This She's yeah. usually fighting at strawweight. This is probably her first fight in a while at 125. Calvillo's been fighting at 25. I'm not sure either of them really want this. So uh, yeah, that's plus, the concern. There. What's what's the draw? What's a draw? Oh, uh, here we go. Here are. we go, dude. Um, We're gonna need an eye poke or something like that. Yeah, the problem is I don't see it. six plus sixty six hundred. That's how it is for every fight. Uh, yeah, give me a draw. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, give me a Cynthia decision. You getting Cynthia decision? Is that what you just went with? Yeah. Unbelievable! You fucking pump faker. So. uh... <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Michael Johnson, who's 20 and 17, dude. So that Here is we go. basically a year. That's insane. That guy's record is chilling at that. Against Jamie Malarkey. That's Malarkey, who's 14 and 5. His nickname is, he doesn't have a nickname. Uh, <laughs> that's, he, that's his nickname? Yes, it is. Uh, Jamie. Doesn't have a nickname. Malarkey. <laughs> that would also be kind of kind of sick if you made it that. Minus 225, minus 250 for Malarkey. Uh, Michael Johnson's plus 190. I know you're going Michael Johnson. Yeah. I believe we talked about this beforehand. Let me uh, tell you why. It's only been a couple months since uh, Jamie Malarkey got absolute shithoused by Jalen Turner. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's, dude, he hasn't recovered much. I can't imagine he's recovered much that at all from that. <laughs> I mean, he got shithoused. He got shit canned. And who did we just see recently? Oh, your boy, Tafan. He got he got absolutely, you know, smoked. Took took like two months off and then came back, got smoked again. Um I, the problem I have here with Michael Johnson is he likes to like I don't know how you say pull a stunt, if you will. He likes to pull stunts. Um you know, I, I was there live when he got absolutely put to sleep. When oh, yeah. you, you were there, you when we saw him enter the shadow realm against Josh Emmett. Crazy. But hey, that, that loss has aged well. So, you know, I'm strictly just gonna go with Johnson. I think he's a lot faster, honestly. And you know, listen, there's there's a heavy risk. It's like, you know, you know it's raining and you know there's a thunderstorm coming, but the girl around the corner said, Yo, my parents are not home. So you got you you gotta hurry up and beat that storm. He he throws a lot of straight punches. <laughs> That's a crazy analogy. I know. I don't even know why. I, what a you know. What what are we even doing here? Um, <laughs> he throws a lot of straight punches, which which really worries me because that's what Jalen Turner did. And you know, Jamie Malarkey <laughs> doesn't have great punches. I mean, he get, he gets punched a lot. Let's say that he's only twenty seven, but he likes to get punched in the face. Uh, he he enjoys it. Yeah, um, Mister Luke. Catubig. Uh, I knew you were going to bring him up. <laughs> Mr. Luke Catubig smoked him with elbows at Brace 
42. I don't know what that means. Hey, and maybe, maybe, you know what? Like, you could be on to something here because right before that, he lost to Volkanovsky. And <laughs> that was in March. He's fighting in August after that. And he gets elbow TKO'd five By months nine, later. This, this guy is 9 and 11. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little concerning. But this fight, it's only four months after he was put to the shadow realm by uh, Jalen Turner. So, I mean, I think you have, you're on And that was a whooping. There, yeah, that, that was, was a whooping. Right. So. Listen, I don't have all that confidence in Michael Johnson. He's he has so much quit in him, and and he has so much like you know he's doing good, and then it's next thing you know, <laughs> I could so I could just see him having malarkey down or like doing the fucking the nene all over the ring, and then next thing you know, you look away to take a sip of your beer, Michelob Ultra preferably, or some red wine, and then you look back, and Michael Johnson is you know malarkey has him in a rear naked choke, and you're like, how the fuck did this happen? Uh, and he's tapping. So I could see that happen. I just, I, I, I'm going to go with the guy who hasn't been, you know, cooked recently. Um, give me Michael, jo- Michael Johnson. I almost said Michael Chandler. Give me Michael Johnson inside the distance plus 350. I like it. I like it. But I'm going, I'll go on Malarkey. Wow. You don't like it that much. Round one, Michael Johnson plus 700. Jamie Malarkey, round one, plus 210. That's fucking crazy. That's a wide, wide disparity. Just saying. Malarkey inside the distance is minus 105. So I don't even like that. I probably will. I would honestly advise people like to stay odds. away from the bet. Yeah, I would stay away from this fight just because it, it neither one of these is trustworthy. We just labeled I, why both of these guys you should not like. You should not want to bet. I wouldn't be surprised if Malarkey came out here and looked like minus 800 and smoked. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. And, I, and like you said, though, I wouldn't be surprised if Johnson hits him early on in the fight and he just starts – he goes right back into uh, Turner mode and wobbly yeah. legs happen and then, uh, like, he can't even move. It's like I could easily say it. We're going to see somebody uh, go out. I'm going to need your assistance here on this one. Uh, we got oh, Ricky Tercios against a Z- Zahabi. Eamon Zahabi. Eamon Zahabi. All right, I was there. I was right there. Brother Faras. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm fading him. All right, we're going Ricky Tercios, minus 190, 225, 210 on some of these. I like Ricky Tercios. I'm an ultimate fighter guy, so I I always back the ultimate fighter guys. Tercios is tough. He is not easy to get out of there. And truly, my big contention here is that Zahabi is Canadian. And I <laughs> I do not trust a majority of Canadian fighters. Honestly, uh, so you, you can fade a lot of Canadians. It's pretty true. KB Bueller Patrick, is the number one Pat- on the fade list. Patrick Cote was an easy fade. OAM was an easy fade. Um, yeah, I hear you. I, you know... I, so I think Turkey Tercio stinks. I, I think he you're, sucks. You're, you're, you're fair. To I don't say think that. he's good. He got you know he got taken down six times by Brady Highstand, but he still threw over two hundred strikes, which is pretty impressive. Uh, he fought Mana Martinez back in the day. Mana Martinez hits like a fucking truck, and he got him out of there and knocked him out. Nothing wrong with that. Lost to Boston Salmon on the Contender Series. Shout out to Boston Salmon. At the, at, at, yeah, shout out to Boston and to, and to Salmon. I will be in Boston in October. Shout out to. Uh, all the damage I'm going to cause there. Um, and at the time, Boston Sam was a prospect, you know, so he beat Steve Garcia, me machine and Bellator. You remember that fight? That yeah, was a so, great so fight. That uh, Chinese gentleman a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah, don't fucking remind me. Um, so hobby's got to win against big Draco. It's been a while. So, um, 
listen, if Zahabi could get some takedowns, maybe I'd give him a chance to win. Maybe I'd bet on him or take him, but he's had one UFC takedown in his career. <clears throat> and that, that Draco win, it's been a year and a half, hasn't aged well. Big Draco's out of here. The Draco's not shooting anymore. Um, Ter- Tercio's, listen, he, he, does, he does a lot. He comes forward, he throws a lot of leg kicks, pressures you. Uh, I think just off of activity alone, uh, pretty Ricky, not a great nickname, will uh, get it done. I Tercio's inside the distance is plus two forty on here. I really do like that. I, uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, I guess make, maybe yeah. I just you know if you look at Zahabi's uh, last couple you know losses, the only two losses that he has, they're both you know one one's a spinning back elbow, which is crazy. But I mean, so Vince Morales f- wasn't able to get him out of there. Jeez, so. the fact that he lost anyway. Uh, th- th- listen, that might have been the lowest IQ moment I've ever seen in a fight when Eamon Zahabi ate a spinning back elbow from Ricardo Ramos and then proceeded to do the same thing that he had done that precluded the first one, is come in here wild, and he ate another one and went to sleep. So, you know, he deserved it. I'll I'll just say that. I think I I got Tercios. I got Tercios too. So there we go. The the dynamic is back on the Caicos. Yeah, Turks and Caicos. So next, this is your your girl right here, Courtney Casey. (laughs) No, 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 no. No more. No more of that. Courtney Casey, uh, Ty Capone's number one girl, is fighting Antonina Shevchenko, my girl, in a uh, – right, yeah, we, we got to stop doing this. But Shevchenko is minus 170, Courtney Casey plus 145. I don't like this fight at all. I, I, I would rather just not bet. I'd rather – this might be nap nap time for me during, the, during this part of the card. Yeah. But – I am going to probably go Shevchenko here because I think Courtney Casey is not good. Yeah, uh, they're both old. Uh, Courtney Casey's trying to avoid the five hundred, uh, the five hundred curse. Uh, you know, she hey, listen, she's coming off a great win against a future champion in yeah, Leanna okay. Jojua. <laughs> she's coming off a good win against uh no she um you know she got. She cashed out that Jillian inside the distance bet when we had uh, Jillian choked her out in the third. She's she's not she's not very good anymore. Um, not that she ever was. I think Antonia's distance striking should just be enough to win. Hopefully she doesn't fuck around, fuck up and get armbarred. But it could happen. I mean, uh, Courtney Casey has a couple. She doesn't really get takedowns. She gets taken down a lot herself. I mean, honestly, if Antonina wanted to just you know surprise the whole arena and the whole world, she could shoot for a takedown and probably get it. You know, um, so she should, she should get it done. But if you're ever betting on Antonina as like minus one eighty five, you should just get help. Yeah, so I would probably stay away from this. I- I'm picking Antonina yeah. Shevchenko, but just don't, don't even bother. Uh, Cody Brundage, Treshawn Gore, Treshawn Gore coming off of his first loss of his career uh, in, in a, a battle against Brian Battle. Shout <laughs> shout to me pulling that off. Seriously, uh, there. Cody Brundage, who was. Down bad against Dolce, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that guy. Lou Jambula. Yeah, Lou Jambula, that guy. Um, he, he was down bad and then guillotined yeah. while uh, <laughs> Lou Jambula was, so was just that was so teeing sad. off on him on the fence and then shot for a takedown for some reason. But He was bored. Yeah, he was bored of just hitting him in the face. I, I don't really like anything here. I, I, I would bet Treshawn Gore because I just don't think he's going to be stupid. Like that, and I think he eventually will probably hurt Brundage. I don't know if he'll get him out of there, 
But I, I just think Treshawn Gore is a very powerful dude. I don't know. I just don't like. I don't really like this fight, to, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, that's I, pretty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> if I'm go- if you made me like, if you were holding a gun to my head and made me bet, then yeah, I'm betting Treshawn Gore. And if I can get him anything under minus one fifty, then I probably would just take the money line. But if that's if that goes and balloons up, then inside the distance plus two fifteen just for fun. That would probably be my move. But, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to specify, I am not betting a unit on each of these, like half units on each of these fights when I'm betting props because there's just no way you – there's no way all these fights can be finishes. I'm not stupid. How many Bobby, how many Bobby Greens are you betting on this fight? Uh, one Bobby Green. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm betting uh, – I, I, dude, I don't even know. Like, I, I it's – it literally depends on what's going to happen early on in these couple of fights. So, so the way I see it, I think, um, I think if Treshawn Gore is very wild, but he has he has some legit power. His power is no joke. He's yeah. just he's he's got to like hone it in. Um, I think he should have won that Brian Battle fight. He should have just there. He had it, and he just let he let rounds slip away yep. in in ways he shouldn't have it. I was I was really trying to see if if any one of them two would come out of that fight and uh, impress me, and neither of them did. I, Treshawn Gore still did, even even though he lost. I I really was just hoping he um he turned around. He's only had four MMA fights, I mean, uh, very low level. I mean that dude he knocked out on the Contender Series, Gilbert Urbina stinks. I mean that dude will never. Whenever, they were I mean, feeding him to get knocked out every, like, every night, yeah. it seemed like. They were like, I mean, oh, yeah. this guy drops out. Here, fight Arbina again. And he just keep getting knocked out. I'm like, Stupid-ass haircut. Um, I, I, was, I was waiting to see what this line would be. I got Cody Brundage. I think, he, um, I think he's going to chain wrestle. I think he's got better cardio, and I trust him. I, I, I don't trust Treshawn Gore to stop the takedowns. Maybe the first, maybe the second, maybe the third. Maybe he wins the first round. But after that... I think he's going to settle. I think he, um, <clears throat> I think Cody Brunge is going to settle in. And I think after a couple takedowns, he's going to chain them together. That's what he does. That's what he tried to do against Nick Maximoff. But I mean, imagine Nick Maximoff against Treshawn Gore, you know? So, um, it's, it's what he did to that dude in LFA. It's what he wanted to do to Dalcha. He just got, he got caught, you know? So he's just going to have to make, make some, um, improvements from there and not get caught with the, you know, Big right hand on the on the, on his entries, but he should be able to, I think, win a decision or you know maybe gets gets him out of there. I, I think Gore's cardio is a real issue here. Yeah, it, it all depends on what kind of improvements Treshawn Gore has made since that fight against Brian Battle. I I am going into this with the assumption that he has made some advancements in the last five months, but. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fault you for betting, uh, Mister Mister Brundage, because I just don't. This is another stay away from this whole bottom of the card. For the most part, <laughs> seems like a stay away from. The it's situation. pretty bad. David Onama, uh, I don't have odds for him on here. Do you have odds? Uh, yeah, is, minus nine hundred. Oh, yeah, minus nine hundred against Garrett Armfield. So that that tells you everything you need to know. Mister Onama is minus one ten. Uh, to end this fight via TKO minus one sixty five inside the distance, that would probably be the the logical bet here. Just this is the most. I mean, the, the odds will dictate and tell you that that's probably the most um 
uh, favored conclusion, obviously, but uh, you know, Mr. Armfield, don't doubt his his abilities. Okay, don't don't doubt. Yeah, Mr. Armfield. Uh, you know what? He's fielding arms. What the he, fuck? Uh, he's what the fuck am I talking about, dude? I mean, we're he's... talking about a guy who a couple fights ago fought a guy who was one and zero. Okay, that that was last year, less like a little bit more than a year ago. He fought a guy. We don't even know, you know, how, how deep into the fight he won. There was no time. He just won. He did win. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, uh, again at Shamrock. Oh wow, at Shamrock FC, dude. Three twenty nine, bro. That was a lit card. I, a bunch of guys have fought I'd never heard of before. Oh wow. All right, cool. So yeah, uh, Bo Smith fought in that card too. Shout out to Bo Smith. Um, I don't know who that is. Let's. Uh, I mean, Onama. I don't have much to say. Uh, Onama. I mean, Armfield's a bantamweight moving up. They fought in the regional scene a bunch a while ago, and Onama easily beat him. Uh, Onama's gotten better. I mean, this is a guy who people were betting on Gabriel Benitez, and he fucking smoked that dude. Yep. Uh, and he went, hey, he won a round off Mason Jones, and he went to the distance with Mason Jones. Mason Jones is pretty good. Uh, Garrett Armfield is not winning this fight. Could it Sorry. be more? Sorry. Ooh, sorry, we're out of gas here. This, is, this has been a yeah. long one. Uh, Kennedy and Shuku. Here's a fight to wake you up. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're asleep, wake the fuck <laughs> Wake up. Wake oh, up. Well, 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 All well. right. Kennedy Njuku, who always lights the fucking barn on fire, the African savage. He gets back in there, coming off of two losses to Mr. Nick and Da Un Jung. To be fair, he should have beat Mr. Nick. That was that was bad. Uh, Those scorecards yeah, suck. They, they were not good. But listen, he's fighting Baby K, dude. It ain't no ain't no sweet when you're getting in there with Baby K, who's coming off three straight losses. Yep. This is good matchmaking. I don't like either one of these guys. I am not betting this fight. But if you made me pick, I'm going Carl Roberson because I can't bet Kennedy and Juco. Well, give me Kennedy money line. Let's go. Fuck it. He's he's had to improve. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. See, I sometimes you just got. That's how you feel. You're just like, dude. There's no Listen, way. Listen, he's he's six five. He's got an 83 inch reach. Like he's at four to seven May. Surely they can turn that into something better. I mean, he can't go life and death with Mr. Nick. <laughs> Ronnie Lawrence and Sayud Cub. No, no joke. This should be – this is like <laughs> – I think they put this to start the card so everybody turns it on. They're like, oh, you know, after this fight, they're like, wow, this should be a great card. And then they're like, oh, god damn it. Yeah, then there's like three hours of just fucking slop until they get – Just nonsense. Like a, a bunch of a bunch of – uh, gloves are put be put in the ring. Only fans are being promoted. I mean, everything's you know all hell's broken loose at this point. If we're halfway through, yeah, I'll be sick if people are just starting promoting their only fans. Antonina <laughs> Shevchenko just goes, yo, I'm going. Uh, hey, listen, I wouldn't be sick if she started promoting hers. All right, she can promote hers. All she Michael wants. Johnson just has his hog out and he's like, yo, here, this is what. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ron- <laughs> Ronnie Lawrence, Sayud Cub, Kakramanov. He's Speaking of fucking hog out, yeah, Cock right. Romanov. He's plus 115, Mr. Cock, and uh, Ronnie Lawrence is minus 130. Ronnie Lawrence, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, looked good in his last fight. It was a, yeah, Mano Martinez, a night of Adesanya and Whitaker in February. I like Ronnie Lawrence, the heat, dude. He, he, the heat. But uh, Sayud Cub is no joke. That's why, this, that's why these odds are the way they are. I'm probably going Ronnie Lawrence, unless you convince me otherwise. Um. Yeah, uh, you know Dana White said himself when he signed him, man, he's special, and I think he is. Um, 
I like I like Side Cub a lot. I like his name a lot. Um, he he has a he has a nice guillotine. I think that's something to watch out for because you got to figure Ronnie Lawrence is going to do a lot of wrestling. He's going to do a lot of shooting. He's going to shoot takedowns for sure. I mean, when he made his debut, <clears throat> uh, on, or when he made when he fought in the Contender Series, twelve seventeen on takedowns. When he fought Vince Cachero, he was uh, eight and nine. And when he fought Mata Martinez, six to seven. So he, he he goes for it. And more often than not, he gets it. I think he should probably take Side Cub down. Um, but we saw what Side Cub did to Trevin Jones, put him to sleep with that guillotine. Um, he's done that before too. Knocked out Askar Askar. Um, that dude that dude's never at the, up to the point never been finished. Does have a flying knee loss to Pipe Vargas. <laughs> I'm Our so boy happy Pipe. you brought him up. <laughs> Our boy Pipe Vargas. See, he might be legit. He might be legit. I hope uh, I he, see Pipe in the UFC one day. He did lose to Jose Johnson, who had also lost to Ronnie Lawrence. Um, so, you know, coming full circle here. Actually, Jose Johnson, uh, he also lost to Mana Martinez, too. He, uh, he has a fight coming up in the Contender Series, August 16th against Jack Cartwright. Um an absolute bum from England. So look forward, look forward to that fight. Uh, he is undefeated, so they're going to try to promote him. But no, anyway, back to this. I got Ronnie Lawrence. Um, yeah, I got Ronnie Lawrence. I think he's good, man. I, you know, he's 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 going to get that takedown. He has a couple good wins. He was in there against Mata Martinez, who hits hard, like no joke. Uh, he beat Garrett Onfield in LFA on the regional scene. You know, who so like it? nobody, not many. That was his only <laughs> loss, Dick. No, he did lose to what's his name too, Onama. But that was that was that didn't count. Uh, Ronnie Lawrence did leave losing Bellator to Steve Garcia. I, I love how sometimes these fighters will just you know they'll, they'll fight in Valor fights, HR MMA, and then they'll fight in Bellator, and then they'll go on to LFA, and then the UFC. It's like wait, they just made a pit stop in Bellator. It's, it's just so funny to me. Um, give me Ronnie Lawrence. Decision or money line. I like that. I'm going Ronnie Lawrence as well. And that is UFC Vegas 58. Ladies and gentlemen, we've given you nearly 100 minutes of quality content. And Not so sure about the quality, but... Yeah, the quality is up to you, but uh, this is where we will promote our OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, if you, you don't want to see mine. I'll show my hog right now. I'm showing it right now. You guys can't see it. It's audio, but... Uh, just kidding. Not, my hog is not out. Um... Yeah, that's it. Uh, you got anything else you want to uh, tell the people before you get out of here? There is some pretty good boxing. Um, we have Derek Chisora, Kubrat Pulev. Oh, I saw them uh, trying to fight each other at the uh, weigh-ins. <laughs> yeah, it got it got heated. Um, I don't know if they fought before. I'd have to see. Uh, I don't. I did. Did Pulev fight? Let's see. Hold on. I believe the Pulev brothers both fought recently. I thought that was a thing, and they they hadn't been paid by. Triller, that had the, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So Kubrat Pulev, um, he fought Derek Jasur before, and he beat him a split decision, very good fight. He was coming off of uh, the Klitschko fight. Um, so yeah, he still hasn't been been paid off by Triller, so he's got to make some money this weekend, you know. Um, but the odds are telling you that I don't know what they're telling you. Either way. There is a really good fight um, on Showtime Saturday night. Mark Moxayo, uh, Filipino, 
undefeated fighter at 126 is fighting Ray Vargas, an undefeated fighter from Mexico. Both very good. Moxayo is supposed to be the next, uh, you know, heir apparent to the Manny Pacquiao throne of the Philippines. Uh, very good fighter. Magnifico. He's quick. Um, just came off a win against Gary Russell Jr., which is not not very easy to do, honestly. And that was a huge, huge step up for him. So we'll see what he can do. I like both of these guys a lot. I'll be tuned in Saturday night for sure. Showtime. Check it out. I love it. Shout out to... Uh... Shout out to Showtime and Brian Campbell for stealing our bit. We'll get you back. And Jimmy Lennon Jr. Okay. Fight back. Still going strong. Yeah. I, I, listen, he's a legend, but definitely not a great voice. Jesus. All right. There you go. Some, some Jimmy Lennon Jr. slander on the way out the door. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Why this not? has been... Anybody can get it. This has been the Hot Take Hotbox Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. We will be back next week. Probably a shorter episode. We won't have much to talk about uh, with this card, I imagine. Or there will be void. 17 finishes. Uh, it'll be one way or the other. We'll be back. we got a couple weeks until an, another pay-per-view card coming up. It's not exactly a barn burner. It's probably the shittiest pay-per-view card I've seen in a while. It, it, it's... who? Who is it exactly? It's... Uh, 277, yeah? Yeah, it's what? Uh, Nunes, Nunes Pena. And, uh, dude, DC was trying to hype it up on 276 so badly. Have you? Have, I don't know if you've seen the he trying to gas it up meme. I don't know if you've seen that. Nah. Uh, it's this dude, and he's trying to like put, he's trying to like start a bike in a garage or something. It's that he's trying to gas it up. And that's literally what DC was trying to do. He's trying to gas this card up. It's not that great. I mean, the, the main card is good. You know, that light heavyweight fight will be good, and the flyweight fight will be good. But then, you know, that Derek Lewis fight sandwiched in the middle of two title fights, it's like, ugh. I, we'll see. Yeah, uh, it's uh, we got Brandon Moreno, Kai Carr, France. Derek I mean, Justin Lewis, Taffa, Dante Mays. Yeah, I mean, none of this is good. Trey Carr close, Dante Mays. Uh, Alex Morano, Matt Semmelsberger, though. <laughs> Brahimaj is getting in there. Anthony Smith and Ankalaev is a good fight. There's Man, some, Ocean listen, Bahamondas, Klein. This is a fucking fight night, though, dude. This is not a uh, pay-per-view card. Uh, Mr. Is- Nick, Wow. Oh, God, my, my fucking worst nightmares. Blood so. Diamond and then Mr. Nick. I mean, have, has a card ever started off so hot? I'll tell you what, Ignacio Bahamundes and, and Ludwig Klein is a great fight, too. So, Agapova's back, that psychopath. There you go, Ji Young Kim. <laughs> That's your girl. All right, so <laughs> that, I, I, let's yeah. get out of here. Enough's enough. Drew Dover's getting in there. Enough's enough. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Hot Take, Hot Box, Solar Strikes, MMA Podcast. We'll be back next week. Go, Birds.